Hello and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast. My name is Jason, the Captain Kirk, and I'm here today with Zaramis. How are you doing, Simon? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm having a vacation. Everything. Yeah. Oh, vacation's awesome. And uh, Hydrophilic Attack, Jonas, how are you? I'm on the final stretch last week before vacation. And then wow. finally, yeah. Push on. Three more days. Three more days. Three more days. Awesome. Fantastic. It's I've cool. had. We don't, we don't joke about that chant. Three more. No. <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean we don't joke about that? It's joke? just a four more years kind of thing. It's a oh joke. yeah, we're the Nordic Keyforge podcast, not the uh, North American Keyforge podcast. I exactly. guess we have four years for our governments as well. But yeah, I but don't you know want. What wants <laughs> no, I don't want four more years for the current government. I'm sure. moving on from the politics. <laughs> I mean, we we are the, one of the few countries where people compete to not be the leader of the party. Yeah. <laughs> Or people compete not to let one certain party have too much power. Yeah, but I mean, we we basically (laughs) elect our leaders by everyone saying, nah, not me, not me, not (laughs) me, until there's one person left who says, oh, I guess me. Yeah, but that's that's kind of, it's not real. I mean, they are maneuvering behind the scenes. Yes, I know, I know. But publicly, it looks like that. Everyone just excuses themselves until the one person (laughs) standing in the middle going, huh, I'm the only one left. Yeah, I mean that's that's the danger of standing too too far apart at a bus stop. You don't realize that everyone else has left. Um, anyway, so Does back on often to you, you you just remain standing alone at bus stops because yeah, the bus <laughs> yeah that, that might be a you problem. That might, that might be a you let, problem, Jason. Let let me let me just say there was a period of of hardship getting used to the Swedish culture. I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> bus culture, where you take buses that other people are on. Is that the culture problem you were having? Less said about it, the better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, the, the Swedish culture was very special. Coming Even from a when forge night Western... is better than this. Even a forge night. Bring on the forge Well, night. let me try and get on to the forge night, Simon. <laughs> because instead of <laughs> fixating on a comment I made about a bus stop. Anyway, Forge Knights, uh, how how's the last few weeks been of your Keyforge lives? Yep, that was all your time that you had. Now we're Shut moving up. on to Simon and uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have uh, been playing very very little Keyforge. Uh, I've been playing some World uh, Winds of Exchange decks though, because as one of the few people in Sweden, one fantastic person made sure i got some decks before uh christmas 2025 and that was uh, sydney as he steal that uh sent me uh actually a display of winds of exchange i was completely blown away i was not blown away by swedish customs but (laughs) after that i was blown away by by how amazing it was that i these decks were delivered into my hands so i could test them out Awesome. Uh, thank you so much. Help from Future Self and uh, Sydney. It's amazing. However, uh, after I've tested those and had quite a lot of fun with those, I uh, I have been in a bit of a slump and uh, haven't played anything. I haven't thought anything about the upcoming season. Uh, yeah, and we'll get more onto that later on. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm not in a in a very good place keyforge wise right now. Fair enough, fair enough. How about you, Jonas? How's your... You've been in the World Cup, haven't you? 
Yes. So the World Cup is... What is the World Cup? Yes. VM, isn't it? Yeah, VM. Yeah, exactly. The World Cup is organized by Sysox on the NKFL server, and he takes basically the three top ranked according to the ELO ranking of each country. They form a team. I'm actually not in the top three. I'm the fourth, but Zaram is... You're welcome. You're welcome. Was not able... <laughs> yeah, he said he was... Uh, you were traveling or working a lot yeah, in, yeah. In, in that time. So uh, so I got his spot. Uh, so I am then together with uh, Algenoner and Sysox uh, for Team Sweden. Uh, and the way it works is you play one round, uh, best of one triad, one round best of one adaptive and one round sealed after getting five decks randomized you choose one and mm. uh, and so far i have played two rounds first round was triad against uh, jt russell <laughs> who, who was the one who beat me in the triad league mm-hmm. uh, and who i also played against last season one of the few wins i got last season in the in the uh, in the nkfl um but yeah, I played him best of one triad. I had the same triad as last time. Mm-hmm. He modified his triad a little bit to try and I think put me in a bad spot. Yeah, uh, because he had basically he had one deck with Ethan's yard and lots of efficiency that I know is really bad for my decks. And then he had so I either had to ban, I either had to play it against that or I had to play against. Uh, a Quixelstone deck because these other true decks were Quixelstone decks, uh, and I yeah I banned the the Ethan Shard deck and played against the Quixelstone deck. He got it out on turn two, and I still got drew and won the game. And basically, I very nice. I got eleven amber on turn two. Uh, Damn. <laughs> and then, and then it was just slowly. Basically, then he kept up. He 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 caught up. I didn't make anything basically because of the Quixelstone. I was locked. So, so I just drew through the deck until I got my, my, <laughs> my, uh, uh, what, what is it called, uh, barehanded to get rid, to get rid of the quicksell, and then I made thirteen amber in untamed the next turn and made cheated the final key. Uh, uh, but I wouldn't have had time to do that unless I got the really good turn one. Uh, yeah. I was basically having a hand just of like. I don't know, six Untamed cards that I couldn't play. And I had to go oh. Logos and use the libraries, Library of Babel to draw cards until I finally got my bare hand. Oh, wow. Uh, but it, it worked. Um, and then, so I Congrats. won there. And then I played best of one adaptive against Murph. And that was really fun. We bid, we chose each other's deck. So I chose his deck. He chose mine, uh, which was good because I don't like playing with chains. Uh, okay. I thought the decks were pretty equal. Uh, but I think actually he made the better choice because I have a mimicry in my deck and he has, uh, yeah, I have a mimicry and a glimmer and he had, uh, the unfathomable action that bounces for creatures. Uh, that's really bad. <laughs> if you can mimic that and the glimmer, then you're locked. basically. Uh, oof. And I missed that. Uh, but somehow mm. I, I thought my I thought his deck was a little bit better overall if you didn't consider that aspect, uh, mm-hmm. but I missed that aspect. Uh, but still, that was like a matchup specific match uh, aspect I missed. But still, I managed to win because yeah, I got lucky I think. And he basically the in my deck which he played there was a, 
uh, strange gizmo that removed the board so that he couldn't uh, he couldn't bounce my creatures anymore, basically. Uh, mm, yeah. So, so that was very fortunate. You're, you're so modest, Joe. You're nice. It's like, yeah, I, and, and I still won, even though all of this happened against me. I still no, won. I, I think it was like, all luck. <laughs> based on the based on the like bidding phase, he should have won. He got yeah. he got the better deck in the matchup for free, but uh, I still managed to pull out the win. So, yeah, I, I am better at playing than at bidding, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so with adaptive, do you do you rarely ever choose the opponent's deck, even if it's clearly better? So in th- best of three adaptive, if you do you best choose, of three adaptive, yeah, then you choose so, whatever deck won the first two games, right? Uh, okay. I thought I thought for... I thought the third game you got to choose. No, you, you bid you, for you, you bid for the deck that won two times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in okay. best of one, which is not an official or never was an official format, it's like a fan format. There you choose yeah. you choose a deck and your opponent yeah. chooses a deck. And uh, yeah, I was thinking actually, these decks are very similar. Uh, I thought he would have a, a slight bias towards his own deck, so I was hoping we both chose his deck, and I would say one chains, he would say two chains, and that would be it. I would get him to play mm. his deck for two chains. Right, and that yeah. was my hope, but it didn't work out like that. No, uh, but still went okay. So, <laughs> and I'm happy. That's cool. That's so good. basically we are already qualified for our uh, one of the top two for like the playoffs. Uh, and basically, if, as long as one of our three games in the final week is won, we will end up first in the group. So that's nice. nice. Yeah. You're in a good position. Cool. Go Sweden. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I was actually I was very close to suggesting that I should actually take on my British um, citizenship for the World Cup because Kalos and uh, Ultimo Fox were also in the league, also British, so that maybe we could have had a, an English team coming through, but I was a bit too late. I should have um, done that. I mean, my, I know a certain, I know certain other podcast host who did something similar to yeah. get on a team, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is our Linus who who went for Team Finland. Oh uh, yeah, so you went over yeah. but it was. I, I'm also quite busy with a lot of holidays as well. Um, bringing me on to if you if if you don't yourself, I've got a, a little bit of a fun for tonight myself um and that wasn't my for tonight to, to start Simon if you want if you don't want to listen to me Simon you can just go and get a cup of tea you don't yes, have sorry to. what was that I wasn't listening <laughs> so gonna mute you again I just heard, I just heard someone was talking and uh, uh, okay but I guess it wasn't anything interesting so I'm just gonna go back to playing here <laughs> Man, I, I, I wonder when when one of you will kill the other. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm in Gothenburg next week. Um, I mean, I find it funny that you will give him any chance at all. Like, <laughs> not just ask when I will kill him. I'm much more ruthless. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you are. Anyway, um, I had a really fun holiday in the UK last week. I went down to see um, my brother, took my family down Um uh we went down to see my brother on the south coast in devon and uh it turned out that ultimo fox um of also of team swindle and he's in he's done a lot of really cool stuff um he's in the been in the league for a while really nice guy he was also maybe about 35 minutes away Oh, from nice. the same place I was 35 minutes away from. And so we decided to meet up for an afternoon and play in real life Keyforge. Um, the day before, or a few days before, I went into a lovely town in Yeovil and went to Atomic Comics and Games, which is in the town centre there. Amazing shop, chatted to them about 
you know, Keyforge a little bit, and they still had some boxes of AOA in stock, which they sold me for £2.50 a deck, basically. So I came away with about 16 AOA decks and a couple of coders. Within those 16 AOA decks, there was a Genka deck, which I was just like, I couldn't believe when I opened oh, this. I was so like, that's where you got it. Finally, I paid two pound fifty for this Genka deck. It's hitting at seventy five on the SAS level. Um, it's not the most perfect deck, but actually, uh, with it, it's got Glimmer, Neptune Seed, so I can, you know, I I could even I can Genka, I can forge a key twice in the same turn, which is a pretty nice thing if I can set it up. Um, I'm still yet to test it more than once, but uh, really exciting deck. Um, I also picked up a few with this 16 decks and a few, maybe I think there were about four or five that were above 70, which oh, is wow. pretty good for an AOA. Very good. I mean, I, I have gotten one AOA deck that is above 70, basically, in like yeah. 150 opens. <laughs> yeah. And th- there's another deck that I was looking at today in this thing as well. And I know people don't like talking about, you know, going through exactly what is in other people's decks. But there's another one that was also on the round the 75 sas level um in bobno it has the drummer and ganger chieftain in logos it has three professor sutterkins two hexpians and archimedes um and a neutron shark and in shadows it has ronnie too much protect a couple of sucker punches and a whole load of other steel that is um, that is too much specifics but yes it's a good deck a lot of specifics but it's another really really good in the same aoa hall i was just like really taken aback but the the biggest highlight i think has been pulling this genka deck which i've got a lot of hope for it and it might be showing i might be actually being able to take that genka deck into nkfl as that one in that one spot i can but, have that but i mean you got basically all of the big combos except brig you got sharkimides you got genka you got gangernaut that's <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> pretty much yeah exactly um it, within those two decks themselves i got two epic quest decks as well which had like no knights which sucked but you know they, they were quite fun um but I, the feeling i've got to say is i was i've been quite anti-genka up until now <laughs> until you get one <laughs> because it's wow. been like oh man it's just like playing solitaire but when you actually have one <laughs> of your own you open your own the feeling is very very different um and this is quite a lot of fun so um uh I'm, and i'm hoping to prove uh Algonon wrong who immediately said yeah that's good but it's not as good as my one so um it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see how that pans out I mean, that's basically how I felt about Quixel Stone until I opened a good Quixel Stone deck. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> no one should play Quixel Stone. It's a boring card. It will. No, uh, but it's, they're, they're yeah. completely different. One has uh, has an active component, which is Quixel Stone that can be removed and so on. The other yeah. one has, uh, like, if, no if you have it, you have it, it, and you can, like, it's non interactive. But yeah. yeah, I get what you mean. If I have Neptune, Neptune scene on the board, that no one can stop me. If I can do Genka once, no one can stop me from doing it twice. So it's it's one of those. It's not going to be fun for the opponent, but you know you can always ban it. That's fine. Um, 
so that's been my forge night. It was such a pleasure to meet up with Ultima Fox and and have some games and drink a coffee and just chat and everything. Such a nice guy. Mm. Um, one of the one of the real real nice guys of the community. So um, that sounds like a perfect awesome. lead in to our next uh, topic. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about perfect lead in, seeing <laughs> as we're talking about a nice guy and then exactly. the topic being Was a little ironic. bit on the more. Not so nice. Not so uh, sunny let, let, let side paint, as well. Let me paint our listeners a scenario. Yeah. You do sit it. down. You have just gone to another country to meet with a friend. They're really fun. And you sit down with a deck. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to play this uh, fun deck that I've opened. It's a recent, uh, whatever, Mass Mutation Kota deck. And you're like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to open this deck that I got when I visited the U.S. in a very special location. Yeah, it has a Brig, it has a Triple E-Die, it has Kronos, it has uh, 19 Ember Pips, 22 Speed, 31 Expected Ember. Um, yeah, you know, Val Jericho with uh, a Future Boosters, that Encounter Suits, I mean, Kirby, they're like, what, have you just taken cards from, from all of your decks and just added them together? Mm-hmm. This thing has 105 Sass. Yeah, no, it's this new thing. It's called the uh, Vault Master, and uh, it's basically the biggest bullshit that this game has ever seen. Um, but wait, can't can't I can't I just get a Vault Master deck, and then I can beat? Yeah, I want one deck. too. Where do I get these from? Is that they? You know, yeah, about maybe... that. You have to go to the United States, and then you have to go to a Vault Tour, and uh, yeah, that's the only place you can get it. Except there's maybe another Vault Tour in Europe. There's like one planned uh, in Italy, yeah. so. But you know, some people will have to pay thousand dollars just to get the chance to get one. While most people can't get them at all unless they are fairly wealthy. Well, Americans they can of course get them fairly easily. There's like yeah. five bolters there. But also these decks are just their ceiling is much higher and their floor is much higher than most normal decks because you heard me. All the good cards are there. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that that's doesn't sound. The best experience, yeah. No, that that deck is actually. I thought it was an alliance deck at first. It's not. There's a there. They someone guessed maybe two hundred volt. Actually, let's start from the beginning. Ghost Galaxy have introduced something called Vault Master decks. They are essentially a keyforge set, just like any other keyforge set with X amount of commons, X amount of rares, and so on where the different cards have been chosen from previous sets. So it com- it's a curated list of cards. We don't have the entire list yet, but we only have what people have opened and what we've seen online. Uh, but it seems to have a lot of the combinations from previous sets that is very strong. So it has a lot of the archiving in Logos. We have seen Lethologica, Edice, Mother, Ganymede Archivist, Kronos with draw pips. And then it has Brig, has Eureka. In Starlands, we know it has both Encounter Suit and Valjerico. It has uh, Grand Alliance Council, which is a, basically the best board wipe. Uh, at least at common. Of, yeah, at common. It has, in Untamed, it has Gloriana's Attendance, adding those two Ember Pips to these decks that are already very, very good. Whoa. Word of Returning, it has Glimmer. common Glimmer uh, in a deck with enhancements. I'm sure that that will go great. So this set is a curated list of cards from all 
or from previous sets. And yeah, they're only available at purchasing at Vault Tours. Uh, people got one of them when they uh, went to the Vault Tour as a mystery deck that was mentioned before. But turns out you could also buy some of them. I've, there was a limit of like one per person or something like that. Well, I, yeah, the, this uh, the Philly Vault, Philadelphia Vault Tour. There was a limit because the distribution hadn't worked as planned, yeah. so they had and to just imagine if that. we could just be sitting here and talk about how amazing it is that a Vault Tour just happened in. G4. Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved to have an episode talking about the Vault Tour, but a lot of other people are doing that. So, I want to talk about this terrible terrible idea what do you think about it guys with no bias from my initial introduction uh, here i mean i completely agree with you if you don't mind me going first here um and i haven't i haven't listened i know um Arcos corner have put out a an episode that they recorded straight after the vault tour um and i helped from future self and put something out and i know sydney was super excited to be there um and had a lot of fun there i watched some of the tts stuff but I haven't got a huge amount uh, of other information. But when I heard this, my feeling immediately was I felt excluded. Basically, and, and I think, Simon, I don't need to go into it too much more because you've explained the whole thing of, you know, there's no chance of me getting one of these unless I leave the country um, for a weekend, which isn't going to happen with two kids at home. Uh, um, I even suggested going to Florence in October um, and taking my family and my wife was just like, no, that's not going to work um, even for a holiday um, she doesn't know that that there was going to be any Keyforge there <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that when we get there, by the way we're going to stay for a couple of extra days Saturday, Sunday, um, you and the kids can go home if you want, I'll stay here um, but <sighs> I just felt excluded uh, even more because these decks, like, yes, the, the whole thing with Keyforge to me and the whole thing that I loved about Keyforge was that I could go in and buy a deck, um, pick up a deck for 100 crowns or maybe 130, whatever it'll be now. This potentially could be the best deck ever found. This could also be the worst deck ever found fine i liked that possibility that i had the ability to go and do that now if these decks are on this higher power or actually just in, 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 it's a, it's another set it's a completely other other set that is different from anything else i don't have the ability to get that if i want it unless i pay for someone else's that went to one of these i i, I don't feel that I, I i kind of feel a bit disconnected from the game now that was my initial reaction before seeing anyone else's reactions. This is just how I felt as a Keyforge player of what it's been what three years now. That that's that's my reaction. I'll, 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 I'll yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, I think you're spot on, uh, Jason. This this is like this thing about because this was one of my first things. The specific thing you mentioned: you can open one deck and it could theoretically be the best one, and everyone mm. are on the same like. Uh, on the same in the same position everyone has the same chance of opening i mean okay sure you if you open 100 decks you have a 100 more times yeah. higher chance of opening the best deck in the world but still uh per deck each deck has like yes the same it, chance of, of being yeah. open as something it's yeah. the entire appeal of the game it's how i got into the yep. game 
someone told you, you just did one deck. Oh, I'm listening. Okay, let me yeah. try it. Uh, and yeah. uh, the, this just completely goes against that. And that makes me really sad. Um, I also wonder if they at all considered like how this would be received outside of the US. Like some of us have through some connections or something gotten hold of some WO, some Windsor Exchange decks, but most people have not. So yeah. even before WoW has launched here in Sweden, even after we have paid much more than we should because of shipping and and uh, and <laughs> things like that, just because we wanted to support the game. Yeah. Uh, even before we get those decks, another set that we can never get is launched. So it's like now when the woke counts, it doesn't even feel like the new exciting thing anymore because there is yeah. something else, uh, and I can't even yeah. get it. Uh, so I don't understand it from a business point of view either because you want to make your product that everyone can buy some exciting and, and now you are like limiting that by putting another new thing out even before we can get it yeah and the whole idea about if this is supposed to be some kind of draw for vault tours i mean we already want to go to vault tours yeah we want to go to cool big tournaments to play keyforge we don't need special treatment for the people who can actually make it. Everyone already wants to make it to a vault tour. There are yeah. big cash prizes. There's community. I mean, big successful card games have had tournaments entirely without prizes that hundreds of people have gone to because of the community. This is yeah. just such a insult, not only to mm. our motivation for why we play the game. It's also an insult to accessibility of the game. And I find it absolutely ridiculous that these cards are in a set that is coming out now at the same time as Wui. These cards with such ridiculous ceiling of power. A set that just has these cards, just the ones we heard now in yeah. at Common. Having those kind of powerful cards at Common, and I have I've seen Dexter as a really bad like uh, Common in logos, for example. But everything else is basically gas. What are they thinking? And yeah. why do they expect me to want to support a game that has this as a surprise little ta-da, you have now paid us a shit ton of money for Winds of Exchange. Oh, by the way, for the people in a very small subset right now or the world can also get this much, much better. Yeah. So, the, the the thing that I'm struggling with the most is that we don't we don't have the product in shops yet. Um I, I'm still waiting. I'm not even sure if the pre-releases are going to be happening on time in Sweden. Um, why, could they not have been putting their energy into speeding up the shipping and getting the stuff into the shops quicker in, rather than designing I mean, I, I don't agree with that, that view because it doesn't work like that with companies. They didn't... Maybe not. It's I don't a completely know. different resources that is required to make shipping go smoother versus designing a deck like this. Uh, it's yeah, yes, I mean, maybe the print resources, but that's not what's holding. I mean, you know back. more about that than me, but that's yeah. just something. Well, something else feeling. Like, I, I, I'm they, totally they up have... for criticizing them, but not for things that I don't think have any <laughs> have no. any correlation. I, I know that they there are players that would have liked them to have a local organized play program, uh, yeah, which I don't. That have. is, that's something oh, they could have focused on instead. Uh, of this. Uh, yeah. Like they, this year, they only have Vault Tours. They don't have a local program except for some pre-release events, which are nice. But other than that, they don't have like a, 
a, a program for local play. That's no. something I feel like they could have focused on instead of instead of this. And, yeah. and that's something that other companies do really, really well, which gets their players engaged. Because and the, and the fact is that it's an official organized play thing with these the, the other companies I'm talking about. Because you know when you go and play them that it is coming down from the producers, the the the, the, the developers of the game. This is coming from the company. They're designing how we're going to do this. Great. And they give yeah. really good price support for this stuff as well. But and, like adding. It, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting, but I'm just so freaking annoyed, <laughs> and I'm even more annoyed that that they haven't communicated. They don't communicate their thoughts. They don't communicate why they're doing this. They're not apologizing, basically, for for not being receptive to these things. They don't even run a single vault tour without testing it. Do they have a focus group? Do they have a focus group from the community? I don't know. Whatever they're doing the decision if they thought that this would be well received they're out of touch and that makes me worried and that makes mm. me annoyed that if if they are this out of touch with what we need a game that has been run almost single-handedly by community we have kept this game alive we have run events without price support without any new sets the community is everything this game has got it doesn't have mass market appeal right now. It has even no. negative mass market appeal because it failed to sell the last few sets. It has like negative goodwill in the industry. Oh, so, it really does. Sorry to cut you off here, but I, yeah, I spoke to four game shops in the UK. Um, and none of them knew... Three of them didn't even know Keyforge was coming back. And one of them was like, no, it doesn't, doesn't shift. We're definitely not getting that back in straight off and i wasn't even talking to this guy i was talking to the other guy behind the thing and this guy just came past he must have been the manager or the owner or something and just put put that comment in there and i was like oh okay fair enough <laughs> uh but but that's the thing people they're not interested and, and me telling going in and telling them and talking to them and these weren't even my local game shop this isn't even the country i live in i was just going by to see if they had any stock left over yeah and they're just yeah. like yeah that's cool but we're probably not getting it back in. We don't really have the, the thing for it now, but you know, if people ask more local people ask it, yeah, maybe. We'll yeah. So, so the fact that they have a game with negative mass market appeal and only community excitement driving it yeah. and then going like, no, we're just going to alienate a big part of the community and launch something that is experimental. Why didn't they just stick to what they knew would work? They yeah. had a new set. They had excitement. They had vault tours. They could have just spent a year building up a base level of excitement for Keyforge again. Yeah. But instead, they go and do something experimental, something that had never been done before and was not part of like the idea about the sets of the game. Yeah, as you know, I've had we've had what fifty five episodes of this. I don't think I've ever been upset and like angry in a single episode of this podcast until now. Only at Fortnite. And- Yes, only at Fortnite, that is a joking way, but I am so close to just (laughs) saying I don't want to support this game until they take this back and that they say, oh, they're not tournament legal, they're a fun collector's item. And because Flesh and Blood, at least, their developers listen to the community and say that the community, they go out and say, hey, community, that's what we're about. 
the community that is playing this game. That is the most important thing for us. And GG, please come out and say that you're, you're at least trying to listen to us right now. One thing that makes me quite perplexed and surprised is they kind of had an easier model for this, which was what they did with with the Unchained set. They could have made this as a collector's item Unchained and just said it's not tournament legal and it would have been fine. Uh, if they really insist yeah. on doing this, they could have done that. And why do they launch the Unchained as a fun idea and then launch it? They have launched like three sets yeah. right now that is not available here. Not just <laughs> they're launched Unchained, they're launching Walt Master. They're oh yeah, well, yeah. The thing is, Simon, you are completely in your right. I mean, we're all in our right to actually voice our concerns about this. We are so in our right to do this because we have invested in this game for years and stuck with it um and yeah suddenly something like this comes up and we're just like well actually do do we matter to the game designers anymore because because it's one thing that as a mistake everyone can make mistakes i'm usually very understanding of mistakes but it's what the mistake speaks of that makes me concerned uh, any like cards are can be released overpowered, they can be fixed and so on. But one Keyforge doesn't have an inherent way of fixing this because of the nature of the game. So it's a game that must be really tested and you must really try things before mm. you release them because it doesn't have a you can't uh, ban a card, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the second is it, even, even since we can't fix it and they just go out and do this on a whim, which is what it feels like then I don't understand what is driving them and their engagement with the community. Yeah. And if they're not interested, and if they're not listening to, to what the community actually wants and needs, then this isn't the game for me. And the, it is that, not the mistake itself, but what mm. it speaks of behind the scenes. But yeah. this is all speculation. I don't know. Yeah. No, hopefully, of course. hopefully they go out in a couple of days and say, shit, we made a really big mistake. We're sorry. We didn't realize that the community would react this way. And, uh, you know, we take it. It's yeah. not tournament legal. Don't sell these. Like, don't tr- try to get the best competitive deck for thousands of dollars. And they need to do it quickly before people have invested in it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the couple, couple were straight out on eBay at $300 a piece straight away. And I don't know if people even bought them. Um, as well, but I, I mean, I keep wanting to give Ghost Galaxy the benefit of the doubt because if it wasn't for them, the game would already be dead, and we wouldn't even be here. We would be still playing the decks that we have, and also investing in another game, um, possibly if this never happened. But at the same time, this our excitement has been built up, and yes, they said that. Okay, Christian said many times, it's like catching a falling knife, uh, and it's like, well, if 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 that's a risk in itself then why are you dropping a few more knives in there to catch at the same time? I don't know. It feels like it feels like they're cutting their hands a little bit uh, if we're going to take that analogy on uh, with us. But at the same, I, I think so. I've, I kind of want to feel that they are 
they're trying to go somewhere with this. And if they are going somewhere with this, can you, can they bring us in with the journey as well? Can they, can they, can they give us a little bit more information? Community here? managers or whatever that are active yeah. and actively talking, but I need to finish this, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm no, that's fair I, enough. I, we knew you couldn't be on the whole episode. Yeah. So this, this could have been a league recap or something that I was excited <laughs> to do, but it's not. And I really hope that I, when I return to the podcast next time, I will have something to be happy about. Live long and prosper and play whatever game listens to you as a community. It is actually Forge on and Prosper, but I'll let you off. Exactly. I didn't want to say that part. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, thanks for coming on, Simon. We'll speak to you very soon. Okay, yeah. So um, and, and I think Simon was re was was correct just in 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 how we feel i think we all are correct in how we feel that this this came out of the blue and we have a right to feel how we feel i don't know if you agree about that Jonas. i mean you've been um i don't know how how was how has it affected you in how you played keyforge since the last few days yeah so uh Last few days I haven't played, but I didn't have anything planned, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if it was uh, really affecting yeah. anything in that way. Uh, but what I can say is it makes me less excited to engage with the game, it, especially I mm. still enjoy playing the game so much, but it makes me less excited to make content for the game, or at least to put a lot of effort into making content for yep. the game. Um, it. I mean, basically, on on the discords and everything, I've been like for a long time the person who have been the most apologetic to a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. even everyone was upset with Fantasy Flight games, and I was like the most uh, like accepting of them throughout yeah. all that time. Uh, and we and we and we do that, and I've been the same with Ghost Galaxy the whole the whole way because we want the game to succeed. Of course we do, because we put so much of our spare time into it. Yeah, and part part of why we're upset with this, other than feeling excluded, is also that it's a bad sign for... I think Simon touched on it, but it's a bad sign for GG's, I don't know, ability to know what the community wants or just their... Yeah. It indicates that they don't, they don't really know what they're doing or that they will make decisions that are unhealthy for the game, which yeah. other than how the, those decisions affect me directly, it's also bad that they can make the game less popular, basically, by, 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 yeah. by alienating fans. So one of the things that i mean i'm even up against i mean the the players in my local community i say my local community but of, of i guess of more board gamers that i've tried to get to um i actually convinced a few people to like the game found yeah the keyforge is coming back it's gonna be great etc 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 the reaction when they had to pay their shipping and taxes of actually this is over 50 percent of what i pledged to begin with this better be good and then it's delayed it still hasn't come out they are they're just like why did you make me do this <laughs> I, like, I didn't make you do this but i i put a lot of effort into uh, yeah, kind of getting people to do this because like, this is going to be good and this is going to be worth it and i really want to stick to my word um 
it makes it harder to be an ambassador for the game. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And I think that's it. Um, yeah, it makes it really difficult to to do that when. And the people that are interested is actually well, okay, I'll go and buy some decks, and I will know you can't do that. I've got to, I'll lend you some. You know, I've been giving decks out here, there, and everywhere, trying to get people to engage with the game, but it does feel very and i and i'm still probably going to keep giving ghost galaxy the benefit of the doubt <laughs> you know we're still in this place the game is still alive uh because of them but i just really hope that there's a way forward that includes everyone else in the rest of the world yeah because the focus has been very us based um and it yeah and I know yeah. they have to start, and I know they, they they probably inundated with so many other tasks. And, and but... yeah, it's it's understandable that they can only make more Voltorge in the US. No one, people were no. annoyed by it, but no one were angry with them about that because mm -hmm. that's that's reasonable. They're based in the US, so of course it's easier for them to organize yeah. things there. But then when they have that imbalance, why do they twist the knife by doing something like this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they, they have just, their, their organized play employee has just started. Yeah. Because um, it kind of feels, in terms of the snap decisions, I mean, I'm a project manager in some of one of my roles um, at work, and I've been a project manager in different ways, production manager in theater. Um and when you when these kind of very quick decisions with not much planning come in, it's normally because there has been some kind of okay, time is running out. We've got to show something for what we've done, and you know, look look a little bit busy and keep giving stuff, even though we have so much to do and we've bitten off more than we can chew. This kind of feels a little bit like that where they're, 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 it wasn't as fully planned. So I mean, hopefully like this new IP... pet project or something. That's yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, you do that. Okay, great. We haven't got time to fully test it, but we'll sure be great. Get it, just go for it. But so hopefully now this OP guy has come in, he can kind of steady the boat. Okay, okay, how is the OP going to look overall? How can we easily support people like, you know, the, the Keyforge... Um, the Italy Vault Tour that has been ex the, um, announced. Nice. Yeah. It, if it wasn't a Vault Tour, it would have been the AZ Games doing their Keyforge Live tournament anyway. So they kind of come in and, um, and, and been able to make that into a Vault Tour, which is um, um, amazing that that's possible. Um, and so hopefully the OP can support people who want to be kind of join with them, be, you know, organized play event, you know, help people like us who, you know, we, we, we've done stuff in a small setting, but go, okay, this is the recipe for doing something bigger. You need this many volunteers. You need this many people. This is how it costs. This is what the economics will be. Something, something like that that can can boost into the game, and it's just going to be good for the, they have another pair of someone else to take the pressure of OP off of Christian and Jeremy and 
um, Michael and, 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 and all the other um, people working there. But I kind of wish they'd... I, I just feel like they should have waited for this and done, a, done another playmat instead. I'd have so preferred another playmat to a Vault Master deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, I was yeah, going yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or print Kota decks again with a new card back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, there are so many options they could have chosen that would have been not yeah. nearly as bad. But Yeah. 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 Well, I I don't know what more we can say in this episode if I'm uh, if I'm being honest. I think we 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 knew Zaramis had to go a little bit earlier, so um, that's fair enough. But and I, it's very difficult to be constructively critical straight or hot off the bat. But I didn't. I don't think it was fair that this went completely unsaid. Yeah, um, I, I mean, as content creators, of course, a lot of the time we want to be positive and whatever, but sometimes yeah, we, we have to, I don't know, speak definitely uh, without filter. Or I mean, the positivity also is genuine, and then it's hard. It's hard to. There's no use in I don't know. Yeah, trying to fake positivity for something we're not positive about. So, so yeah, we, definitely. And the the reason we're upset about this is because we love the game and we want the game to succeed. If we didn't care about the game, we wouldn't we wouldn't have said anything. We would have been like, yeah, yeah, it was great, yeah. But, but, but we love the game. It's like, you know, it's it's like being in a marriage. Like you get upset with your partner sometimes and it's not because you're you don't like them. It's because you love them so much that if they if they make you angry or if something happens, you show your feelings because it, they mean some, something to you. Um, and you show you care and you react because you actually care about it. And I think this is a similar thing here. Not that we're saying that we want to be married to Ghost Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. But you get my analogy here. I kind you of, know. I, you know, I'm the permanent bachelor. So uh, uh, I, I mean... Yeah, well, now I know what you're then saying. Then let's just take this as you know a bit of <laughs> advice for when you meet the the lucky lady um, uh, or Archon or whoever it is, Lady the, Attack. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Attack, exactly. Um, hydrophilia Lady. <laughs> no, that's something else, isn't it? <laughs> but you know, take this as some marital advice. I don't know, but we we're reacting because we care. Um, and open conversation is is only a good thing. And so, yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this and you disagree with us, we think we've gone too far. If you're listening and think, actually, yeah, you're right, or you want to add to, to, to some of the stuff we've said or, or how you feel, use the Discuss the Podcast um, channels here. Send us a message if you don't want it to be thing. If you just want to get it off your chest, that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, and just rant on because... It, it always feels better to rant um, uh, and, and get it off your chest because otherwise the thoughts just they build up in your mind and everything. So, um, but it's good to do that and then get on and you know crack open some more decks. And um, I'm going to try and hit a few rounds with Genka before I go to sleep tonight, for example, um, just because it took me 230 decks to uh, get one of these. Um, yeah, it was yeah. fun. I don't know. It is fun. And you know what? Opening one of these, a deck like this yourself, 
the magic is still there of opening something and you get excited about and it's yours like that's the beauty of keyforge and that's what i want it to stay and i think that's why i'm yeah this has hit so hard yeah okay i think that's it from us tonight um simon's already said goodbye hydro last words um <laughs> no <laughs> cool um yeah we'll see you next time um a couple of weeks hopefully we'll be able to get this season review out before the start of the next season um other than that uh for john and prosper 